Hello. Happy Monday. Hope your uh, your day's going well so far. And uh, good morning, Robin. Yeah, hope your hope your day's starting off well. Hope your week's starting off well. I know mine is. It's uh, it's been quite the exciting few weeks with a a new granddaughter uh, on the scene and taking care of her grandson. So we've been busy around here to say the least. Good morning, Angie. All right. Let's uh, let's jump in here. We started yesterday talking about spirit of understanding, continuing the foundation series. And uh, we went through the first 15 verses of, uh, of first Kings chapter three. And I want to continue on out of out of there a little bit today. Um, because there, there's something in there in, in what Solomon asked for that, uh, I think is worthy of discussion this morning. And, um, and he's, he's asking for understanding, but there is specific purpose behind what he is asking for and what he's saying. And so, um, I want to read it to you. First Kings, uh, chapter three, verse nine. This is uh, Solomon talking to God. This is the the dream that he had, and uh, God is is telling, asking him, "What is it that you want?" And so Solomon comes back with, "Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this your great people?" And I, I think that's a, a a really great request. Solomon wanted understanding, but there's specific purpose behind asking for understanding. He wanted to directly discern between good and evil. It's right there. Uh, Give me understanding that I may discern between good and evil. And, And that was the reasoning behind his request. And I thought, that was interesting and, and decided that we should explore that just a little bit today. On a base level, discernment is, is the ability to make wise judgments and, and decisions, especially in spiritual matters. Uh, it, it's closely related to understanding because it, it requires the ability to, to perceive and evaluate uh, spiritual truths on a deeper level discernment is, is the sound judgment, which, which makes possible the, the distinguishing of, of good from evil and and the recognition of God's right ways for his people. It is the, the necessary uh, thing. It it is necessary for, uh, for the understanding of spiritual realities and, on a practical level for, for right government and, and the avoidance of, of life's pitfalls. So that, that is, is one of the, the big things we need to, to keep in mind when we're thinking about discernment is, is there, there is some deeper level things there when we talk about what, what are we asking for in understanding? What is, what is the purpose of asking for that? There, there's always, it's not just for understanding's sake, there is going to be this, this practical level to it. And, and so I want us to keep that in mind. First uh, Corinthians chapter two, uh, verses 14 and 15 says, the natural person does not accept uh, 
the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. Uh, let's let me finish here in sixteen two. Uh, for who has understood the mind of the Lord as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The key uh, component there is not trying to discern on on our part uh, apart from God. And we talked about this with understanding yesterday, and uh, that will be up on the podcast later today. Uh, but that is the key component. We're, we're not trying to discern on, on our own part, uh, apart from God. We, we are connected to him. It's by his, his spirit, his spirit of understanding that we have uh, the ability to, to possess discernment, to be able to discern things. We have to be aware also that suspicion can masquerade as discernment when we are tapped into the wrong spirit. Uh, it, Romans 8, 7 says, For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. So apart from God, we will be uh, deceived that we are discerning, but in reality, uh, we will be leading others away from God. This In my back. <laughs> okay. All right. So apart from God, we'll be deceived that we are, are discerning, but in reality, we'll be leading others away from God. There is, is no sound judgment which makes possible the distinguishing of good from evil uh, through the eyes of, of God. So apart from God, there is no recognition of his right ways for us, his people. Apart from God, there is no true understanding of spiritual realities. Apart from God, there is no discernment that allows for the right government and the avoidance of life's pitfalls. Discernment can rapidly become deception if we are not immersed in the spirit of understanding. We must be connected to Holy Spirit and and remember that our, our faith says we are, we are in Jesus. And, and we, we looked at this verse yesterday, but I want to, I want to read it again. First uh, John 5, 20, it says, And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. In his son, Jesus Christ, he is the true God and eternal life. There it is laid out in, in what I think is a nice little bow that we know that the son of God, Jesus, came and has given us understanding. We now have the Holy Spirit and we have understanding because of that. And and. This is so that we may know him who is true. Again, there's a reason to have understanding. There is, there's a point. Solomon asked for understanding so he could discern good from evil. We have understanding so that we know 
uh, him who is true so that we know Jesus and, and we get to understand and know a lot more through that relationship, through the indwelling of Holy Spirit. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. We are immersed in Jesus. Yes, we have Christ in us, but we are also in Christ, which is it, 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 from my perspective, even more significant thing, uh, uh, us being in Christ. He is the true God in eternal life. And that's that's what we are, are brought into. And that this is something that that we talked about yesterday. It, it's it's folly to to people. There's no understanding there uh, when when they look at the gospel, when they they see salvation. Uh, as something done on our behalf that all it it takes from us is just a belief. There's no working our way into it. And so that's hard to understand. And, and without that belief, without putting your faith in Jesus, there is no, no understanding. And there's not going to be any true discernment because we are connecting to discernment outside of Christ. Then we are, are, are going to be fooled. We're going to be deceived. I want to jump back over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And uh, we're going to read the whole chapter. It's a short chapter, so it won't take long. It says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear, and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The wisdom of the world today sees itself as, as beholden to no one. It's, it's self-focused. It's, it's self-congratulatory. Um, it, it sees no possibility of anything outside of what can be proven by observation. Uh, even today, Paul's words uh, of not coming with lofty speech or wisdom, but in the, the power of God, and this is it's still relevant today. People today and in the world's wisdom won't always believe unless there is a demonstration of power because wise words can be can be met with with wise words, and this is something that that we come up against, and, and we want to uh, attempt to be intellectual in our own understanding, and it just doesn't work. Our supposed wisdom through through science has made us ignorant to the unseen realm, those things of the spirit. If we are going to walk in discernment and and fully in understanding, then we need to reclaim our walk in the power of God. It's just something that, that we can't separate ourselves from. Verse six says, yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, 
they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. Paul's reinforcing what we've already talked about and in knowing that we need to be connected to God. There has to be this connection, this intimate connection daily. We need to carry the message of Jesus that is going to, to unlock these secrets that he's talking about. The, these things are, are, are locked up and, and hidden away from those who are outside of the believing community. It takes, it takes faith to, to be able to step in and say, I believe, and then have the understanding brought to you. It's a, it's a little bit backwards from, from the world system. The world system wants to see, and then they'll believe. In the kingdom of God, it's believe, and then you'll see. Then you'll understand, and you'll be able to, to walk in in discernment here. It says, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God. This is, this is what is indwelling us. This is what is giving us understanding. This is what is allowing us to, to discern between good and evil. All right, let's, uh, let's continue on verse 13. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God. for They are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. I like that verse 13 starts off there with, and we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit. It's, it's an impartation that's going on, not keeping in an individualistic manner, uh, opening up the oneness without holding back, giving the very best of ourselves to one another. It's the, the essence of being a member of the body of Christ. We need to, we need to avoid the rhetoric of the world and focus on Jesus, focus on the message of the cross, putting our, our faith in, in Jesus Christ, who was crucified and resurrected for us rather than in the ability of human messengers. Mere intellectual persuasion is not discernment. I think that's something we need to, to be able to recognize. The rulers who crucified Jesus under the, the influence of the spiritual or, or unseen realm would never have done so if they were truly discerning. And that, that's part of what's being talked about here in 1 Corinthians 2. They thought they had Jesus all figured out. And, and so did the, the rulers, the powers and principalities 
but they they could see yet they were blind they could hear yet they were deaf just as in the old testament the people were were unable to discern deception when it was there pulling them from god into idolatry and sin and into unbelief in in the new testament we see the same thing the influence of the spiritual realm thought they had god where they wanted when they crucified the son but they failed to properly discern the prophecies about jesus because they were not connected to the spirit of understanding that makes all the difference being connected to god and seeking his wisdom and understanding we find that what we think we know in our human capacity as as the creature it is is far surpassed by the creator what seems logical and reasonable to us finds itself without wisdom in the kingdom of god we get we get ourselves into trouble thinking we know uh, what is going on without checking in with Holy Spirit to, to truly ascertain if what we are, our reasoning is in fact reality. Interest, uh, interesting thing, uh, uh, human wisdom and understanding is, it, it's, it's really a strange thing because it is, is meaningless apart from God. It, it, it really carries no meaning whatsoever. Plain and simply put, what you can't see or hear by, by simply looking and listening in the seen realm is the place where understanding and subsequently discernment come from. It is, it is one of the most fascinating things, belief. Your willingness to believe what you haven't seen but can only read about in the scriptures is is the thing that god looks at and and offers fully of himself there secrets and hidden wisdom that is is mentioned here in first corinthians 2 centered in christ and includes all of god's plans for for the history of salvation from from before the ages to the unending future of eternity the holy spirit in dwelling in you bridges this this gap or, or uh, um, bridges the gap between the deep things of god and the human heart it, it's it's graciously enabling us to understand the message of the cross which which would otherwise just be incomprehensible, just be too far out there for us to understand. And as Paul has made clear, only the, the spirit can render the message of the cross truly comprehensible to someone. So every Christian is a spiritual person, meaning they are, are led and empowered by Holy Spirit. This means that real discernment doesn't come through our human understanding. It comes through the 
belief in Jesus Christ and the connection with God, thereby connecting us to Holy Spirit and the attribute of understanding. This is what is ours to, to take hold of, is, is the spirit of understanding. And with that, it, it is going to allow us to, to discern, to have discernment, to be able to see good from evil. Staying in, in connection with, with Holy Spirit, with God on a daily basis, you know, take, taking that time to, to sit and, and have conversation. This isn't just, a, a again, a word vomit onto him and then you, you walk away. Or you wait and you hear half a sentence and you're like, whew, I can go now. That is not what that is about. That's not what this, this deep, intimate relationship is about. We, we have been beating this over and over again, and, and we will continue to do so as long as it takes for people to sit long enough, but we have to do so. We have to sit long enough until, until God is done talking. When he says, okay, now go. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to say. And this is this is met with obedience by us because we, we have been given the, the spirit of wisdom. We've been given the spirit of understanding. And in that understanding, we're, we have the ability to discern. And and in that connection, we can we can trust in the discernment that we have because we know that it is connected to to God. We know that it's not uh, deception. That's coming at us. We know that it's not um, suspicion masquerading as discernment. We have to be able to, to remain in that space long enough to hear what it is God's saying before taking action. Yes, deception versus discernment is a necessary ongoing conversation. It is. Because when we bring this back into oneness, it is really going to play a key and pivotal role in the body of Christ. Not coming in as the accuser, not coming in with any type of manipulation, not coming in uh, with suspicion, but true understanding, being able to, to discern between good and evil, being able to call out sin when it's seen. And, and holding one another accountable, sharpening one another. This is where it has to be brought back into. And we have to be able to continue to have this conversation because discernment is thrown out in the Christian community and it is, it's weaponized. It's often weaponized and, and, and not necessarily weaponized against a person, but weaponized in a way to to have a, a, a non-biblical narrative uh, covered in, in what they're calling the kingdom. And that is, that is divergent from what the message is that we carry as Christians when we go out to make disciples of the nations. We can't be slapping a label of discernment on things that are not truly discernment. 
All right. Uh, let's pray. Father, I thank you for a spirit of understanding. I thank you for, for what it is that you are, are doing inside of us, what it is that you are, are bringing us into in your body, in your one singular body where we all have a part to play there. I thank you that you're opening our eyes to what is available in understanding. I thank you for the gift of discernment that we can look and, and see good from evil. That we're able to, to, to see these things and be able to separate them out. And, and that connection, that, that oneness that we share with you allows us to be able to, to discern and take action. Father, call all of us, draw all of us into, into intimacy this week. It, it's really you that we seek. In Jesus' name. All right. I, I hope you have a great week. I hope you take the time to have conversations with Holy Spirit to, to talk about understanding, to talk about discernment and, and really sit long enough to, to hear fully what it is that he's saying and not get up and, and run off before he's done talking. All right. Love you all.